All right, y'all, welcome to another edition of The Change Journals. I'm Tracy Winchell, and I'm having so much fun talking to people about how and why they journal. Uh, today, I've got a really cool guest, MC Starbuck. She writes at Living Tiny, Dreaming Big, Simple Ideas to Make Room for What Matters Most. And you can get there by simply going to mcstarbuck.com. Megan is a writer. And man, when she started talking about that she has been journaling a good portion of her life, I knew I had to have you on the show. So welcome, Megan. Thank you. It's so great to be here. I love journaling and talking about journaling. So I'm really excited. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, the books you've written uh, so far. You've got one published and one waiting in the wings, uh, looking looking for a place to happen, right? Yes. So the first one is called Pack Rat to Clitter Free. And it's about how I cleaned up my life in less than a year, kind of KonMari style stuff. So um, that was a lot of fun. And the book I'm working on now is called Surprised by Marriage, A Cynic's Guide to Believing in Love. Because I was definitely cynical. And it's just kind of me going through the first year of marriage and encouraging other people who may be super scared of it like I was because my parents divorced and everything. So yeah. So your first year of marriage, you're also writing a book. That's fascinating. <laughs> well, that's what I wanted when I, before I got married. I'm like, man, I wish there was one. Like I read, you know, dozens of books by people who had been married five, ten, you know, even like thirty plus years, but I didn't find any that were like written during the first year of marriage while everything is so fresh. Now, uh, before, as we kind of segue into uh, the actual interview about journaling, um, did your journaling practice during your first year of marriage help you write this book? Um, I didn't so much use journals um, for this, but we did have a journal that we used Uh, Actually, that might be a good idea. Maybe I could add it. Um, But my husband gave me a journal uh, as a wedding gift. And it's a five year journal. So we've written in it every we write in it in the evenings, usually before bed. Um, But you know, we might skip, (laughs) skip a day, and then we'll like catch back up the next morning. And um, so we've written in it every day since we've been married. Now, granted, that's only been like a year and a half now at this point. But Um, It's been fun. So no, I didn't directly use it. Um, But I do kind of talk about some of the things that I use in the journal. Like I'm, you know, we're writing like positive memories and stuff. And I do think, you know, focusing on the good is very important in marriage. So is is that kind of the point of your five year journal and each of you write in it every night? Um, we take turns writing in it. Um, I've it's gotten to where I write the majority <laughs> now, but um, we, yeah, we kind of focus on um, just like the highlights of our day, and so we can kind of look back and see how things have changed, and just remember things. And it's funny 
uh, to see like, wow, sometimes it's really hard to find something to write about. It's like, wow, this was a really boring day. And so in that <laughs> sense, like I talk about that in my book because when you hear about people's marriage, especially in books, it like seems like, oh, like everything is so exciting, but not every day is like that. So I try to show that aspect of it as well. Okay. Well, I can't wait for that book to come out. Um, so uh, what what are kind of your next steps? You're, you're shopping for a publisher now? Uh, yes, I'm looking for a literary agent. I met with one... Um, like a couple of weeks ago and I'm meeting with another one next week. So just trying to like figure out, I've still got to, you know, just talking to them and getting the initial thing and then sending them the full book proposal is that's, where I'm at at this point. That's outstanding. Well, let's dive into your journal. Uh, when did you begin your journaling habit? So as a like an actual established habit, I started in ninth grade. And then of course, like previously I had some sporadic journal entries. So those were always fun, but yes, regularly in, uh, in the ninth grade. What prompted you in the ninth grade to start keeping a diary of your thoughts? Yeah, this is kind of my favorite part because it was not my idea. And you would think that somebody who's been journaling for 17 years would have thought of it on their own. But it was actually my teacher and she gave us all journals and assigned us. I went to a Christian school and so she assigned us to write in it as like a prayer journal. And so at first it was kind of like maybe just short entries, kind of repetitive, maybe kind of boring. Um, but then eventually I started to really just like share about my day and it, it really progressed and got a lot longer entries. And I, it really helped with my prayer life because I realized that I can just talk to him like a friend and that kind of thing. So nice. Did you have to turn in your journal entries or get a grade or anything like that? How she would check to make sure we had done them. Okay. She Now that I think about it, I'm like, man, she might have read those things. But she had told <laughs> us, she was like, you can staple them if you don't want me to read them. And we were like, oh, no, we trust you. Like, we want to be able to see our own journals, journal entries. So... Yeah. <laughs> Looking back, do you do you sense that you were solving a problem early on? Um I I think that it did solve a problem, definitely kind of like I was saying, um I didn't really realize that I had a problem, but it definitely helped me with having a place to share things that I was going through and maybe wouldn't want to share with other people, whether I just didn't want them to know my business or I was scared of their reaction uh, or something like that. Um, and so it gave me a place where I felt safe processing those 
thoughts and experiences, which I didn't realize like as a teenager that it was such a crazy time. But now that I'm not a teenager anymore, I'm like, <laughs> whoo, wouldn't want to go back to that time. <laughs> yeah, we're hot messes when we're teens, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what does your practice look like now? Now I still write uh, regularly, but I write a lot shorter entries for the most part. So like at some points I would have like, uh, you know, I could spend hours journaling, especially when I was, you know, living at home and everything. Now I'm, um, I'll do like anywhere from two to 10 minutes a day. And, you know, sometimes I'll skip some and it just kind of depends on where I'm at in life and what season it is. I do so much writing already with just my books, so I don't feel the need to do as much journaling as I used to. What is it? What does a two minute entry typically look like? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I have a, another five year journal that's, it's just got like three lines for each year. It's like really small and, um, I love it because I just write a list of things I'm thankful for. And so I think that's really one of the most important journals to have because it keeps me looking for new things to be thankful for. hundred percent. That's kind of what started my journaling journey. And, you know, I hit my gratitude list. um, I think about, 40% 40% of the month of November is either 2012 or 2013. A friend of mine challenged me. And, and I just wanted her to stop bugging me about it. Um, and I did it in day one. I did my gratitude uh, log in day one. So it's interesting that it's pretty easy for me to see um, how many times as I was successful. But as few mm-hmm. entries as I made that month, I just kept going because it was it was making yeah. a change in how I saw the world. What happens mm-hmm. with you when you miss a day or two or more? Yeah, that's one of the biggest things I kind of wanted to talk about because I feel like so many people feel like they have to do it every day. And I, you know... <laughs> I've been journaling for 17 years. If I stopped as soon as I skipped a day or two, then that would not be the case. So, um, yeah, I just, I kind of realized like I see myself getting a little more stressed out and I'm like, why am I so overwhelmed? (laughs) And so then I just kind of come back to journaling and it really does help. And so just, keeping that in mind and seeing the benefits and not feel, not get putting the pressure on myself to journal daily, but to just see journaling as something that benefits me, not something that's like a task that I have to mark off my list. Oh, that's a good way of putting that. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you still journal your prayers? I do. So I have several different journals that I may keep at the same time. So like I said, the gratitude journal, the marriage journal, and I have a prayer journal as well. And sometimes my prayer journal will have 
a devotion. It'll be like a devotional book that has a page or half a page for journaling as well. And so that kind of, I just kind of sometimes limit my journaling so that I'm not feeling like, well, I don't have time to write three pages. But it's like when I just see like, oh, there's just a half a page for me to fill. I can do that today or that kind of thing. Um, I think that helps. Man, you're you're so right. That that confinement, you know, it, it our journals don't have to be pages upon pages a day because you're right. You do one session like that, and, and and there are a lot of people who will journal their way through a horrible time in their lives, mm-hmm. and they'll yes. kind of get it out of their system over the course of a few days or a few weeks, and then they put it away or they burn it, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever done anything like that? Uh, I don't burn my journals, no. Yeah, I can't <laughs> but, either. <laughs> but they have started piling up, and since I've been like on this decluttering journey it is kind of like ooh, am I gonna have to do something about these now um maybe make them digital instead but um I do love love journals and no I I don't burn them (laughs) so where do you where do you keep your stacks of 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 journals I just keep them on a shelf (laughs) yeah I mean they're not like in out in the living room or anything. Right now, there's some in the office and in our bedroom. But. Do does walking by and looking at that that bookshelf of of the oldest journals does that evoke any sort of of emotion or inspiration? Mm. Yeah. So I can actually remember like carrying that those specific journals around with me and it kind of takes me back to that time but also it's really it's affected my writing career because I realized after years and years I had all these journals filled and I'm like that's literally a book of my writing like I could do this Mm. and so like I can write that many words kind of thing and so it helped me to realize that I already am a writer and that I could wow. Yeah, produce a book. Mm-hmm. And and that you you fill up a book not all at once, but in tiny yes. little increments. That's awesome. Exactly. So how do you think journaling has changed you? It, is that it that you discovered I'm a writer or in some other way? It really it just helps me. Like I said, it keeps me from being stressed and everything, but I also find it just so important for leaving a legacy. And so it really encourages me to do that and be more intentional. And just thinking of other journals, like the diary of Anne Frank, or I don't know if you've ever heard of the journals of Rachel Scott, Uh, who was shot in Columbine and just seeing that impact that it can have. And even like my grandfather had a journal and like when he wrote an entry on the day that I was born and 
like it's like all caps and way bigger than the other entries and um just kind of like an announcement and then it's just like he's just saying how beautiful I am and talked about like what my parents did and stuff on that day so I still have that journal and it's just really meaningful to me and so journaling has helped me realize that it can be full of purpose and a way for me to kind of leave a mark on the world as well. Wow. All right. Three tools that you just have to have in order to do your daily or weekly practice. Well, one thing that really encourages me now that I've been doing it so long, it kind of keeps it fresh and everything. So maybe not necessarily if you're just a beginner, but uh, having fun colored inks really helps me. So my husband actually uses fountain pens and that was like a super awesome bonus for a writer because he'll like clean them and take care of them and everything for me. And I just get to pick out the ink color and there are like thousands that exist for fountain pens, if you don't know. Um, and so that's been really, really fun. Uh, some of them will even have like glitter inks, which I mean, you know, you can find other pins and marker type things that are like that. As well. You don't have to go. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go quite as far as the fountain pen route. But that's the one thing. Um, another I've already talked about is just a five year journal because I feel like this is a great one for people who are starting out because there's not a, a lot of space on each day. And the best thing about it is when you're going back and writing the next year, it motivates you again because you can read the previous year and you're like, oh, this is what I was doing on that day. And this is so fun. And you remember it again, I've skipped it. So in, um, in my gratitude five-year journal, I have some days where I'll have, I have all five already filled. And then I have other days where I only have one or two entries so far. So again, like, don't worry about that kind of thing. Um, and then the third thing is because I have so many journals that I'll work on at the same time. Um, I, I keep the marriage one beside my bed, but or on my bed to remember, like when I get in, up in the morning, I make my bed and I'll put my journal on it. So I don't forget to do it before bed. Um, but for my other ones, I actually have like a canvas bag that I can carry them in along with like devotionals or other books that I'm reading. And it's really like, I can just sit it in the living room or somewhere where I'll see it and remember to journal, go through my little morning routine, read a little bit, um, all at kind of the same time. And it's really portable. So then I can just grab it if I'm going for the weekend, or even if I'm like, well, I don't have time to journal right now. First thing when I wake up, because I've got something I'm going to do, but I can stop by the park on my way home and journal and read or whatever, something like that. And so I'll bring it and then just kind of take out the three or four books. I keep a pen in there and then just work my way through and put each one back in as I'm done. And that has been such a great system for staying consistent. Wow. I thought I was the only one who worked out of three or four notebooks at a time. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. 
All right. So he, he, here's the thing, and, and, and I'm guessing this happens to you because it happens to me. I talk about all the different types of journaling that I do. I don't do them all at once. Right. But I'll take two or three things at a time depending on what I'm dealing with, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's a heart check, you know, the, the gratitude the gratitude journal is a part of my daily life. But like maybe I'm doing a heart check to, to sort of measure my anxiety levels over a period of time or um, just uh, a, a, a daily moral uh, uh, daily moral inventory, um, those kind of things. Um, but that those habits didn't begin all at once. Mm-hmm. Like they all began with one thing. And so I want to be really clear to listeners who hear us talking about three or four journals at a time and thinking that feels overwhelming. Man, just start with one thing. So yeah. what's your recommendation for the the sort of let's try this out for 30 days? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so I would definitely just look at where you are, what season of life you're in. If you're going on a road trip or a vacation, you could do a travel journal kind of thing, which I... I did a, like a traveling guest book thing. So if you travel a lot, um, doesn't have to be just like your one road trip or whatever. Um, but I just made a list of questions. And then when I would meet interesting people during my travels, I'd be like, hi, like, would you mind finding this journal? I was like super scared at first, but it has been so, so awesome. And like pretty much everyone was like, oh yeah, sure. That's awesome. I'm like, you can just answer one or two questions, but some of them would answer all of them. And it was a great way to like document and remember the people that I met. Um, so you can really do that with anything. Um, if you're, maybe you're pregnant and you want to, you know, have a journal for your child. Um, I actually, I don't have kids, but I filled out, um, there are journals like this one's called reflections from a mother's heart. And I figured when I actually have kids, if I have kids, whatever, um, I might not have time to journal so much. And so I went ahead and answered a lot, like the majority of the questions in this journal. So that could just be one thing that you do, like just choose one that's relevant to you right now where you are and focus on that. Because if you're trying to just do what someone else is doing, you're not going to be as passionate about it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's wise. Find your own way. Yeah. So I want to go back to the travel journal a minute. (laughs) So do you just go up to someone while you're on the road at at, at a Cracker Barrel and say, hey, would you sign my my travel log? (laughs) No. So um, let me see. First of all, um, my brother and I did a road trip and that's where I first did it. And so um, we actually stayed with family members and some of them we had never met before. It was just like extended family. And our uncle was like, oh, you should stay with them on your way. And we're like, okay. <laughs> um, and so we would ask people like that. We're not like, oh, hey, I'm at your house. Like, can you sign this? But like, you know, 
um, maybe the next morning or something like that. Um, or just if you're traveling with a group, um, like I went on a trip to the Grand Canyon. And so I had some of my friends on that trip um, fill it out as well. And so what are some of the questions that you ask? Um, what's the best advice you've ever received? Um, what's one of the most life-changing books you've read? Like these people were like, oh, some of these hard questions are really difficult. But then I would also say like, oh, which do you prefer? Like coffee or tea? Just like fun little easy questions or mountains or ocean. Um, and wow, just, just things I was interested in. And of course, like, um, you know, have them share where they're from. That's um, intriguing, Megan. Yeah, it's so fun. I haven't used it in quite a while. I should have, but it's fun just looking back at it again now that it's been a while. <laughs> wow, that's fascinating. And what what a good time to 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 throw out that idea as we're in the middle of of uh, vacation season. So mm-hmm. this has been a fun conversation. Do you, do you have any more words of encouragement for someone who is uh, thinking about starting a journaling practice or has let one lapse? Um, I guess I would say that once you just start putting your thoughts into words and really like understanding your struggles and your fears and even like your triumphs and skills that you have, like it can really help you hone in on a message. And, um, I encourage you to like do that and be more open to sharing your message with other people. Um, starting out with journaling really helped me clarify some of the things that are important to me. And so especially for people who want to do public speaking or something like that, I think journaling is a great way to establish a foundation for that message and get comfortable with sharing it. And then you can slowly uh, share those thoughts from your journals with people here and there and then to bigger audiences. Thank you, Megan, so much for letting us kind of um, roll back the curtain and have a look inside your your journaling practice. It, this has been fun. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. I love talking about journaling, so I really I appreciate too. this. <laughs> All right, y'all, go get more from MC Starbuck at mcstarbuck.com where Megan talks about living tiny, dreaming big, simple ideas to make room for what matters most. Thanks, girl. Yes, that was so fun. You're, you're amazing. I love, I love what you're doing here. <laughs>